what is going on welcome back to the road pod it's your man hendo here and today tonight actually we are going to be previewing the ravens 49ers game but as always you know i'm really not ever by myself so you know i gotta bring up my man my mellow my co-host mr brodney how you doing today sir i'm, I'm doing great because uh you know i mean it's, it's a holiday weekend Right. Uh, work works over for the week. Got the Monday off. You know, gonna be spending time with family. Love all that. Uh, but I'm not here to talk about 49ers and Ravens. So happy holidays, everyone. Happy holidays, indeed. What's up, Jared? You know what I mean. We in here doing our thing. And listen, we got a special guest with us. My man decided it's about to be a new year. We're about to start things right, and he's finally decided to come out the closet, the football closet. That is. And finally, attest to his love for the Baltimore Ravens. Welcome, my man, Sugarton. What's going on, Sugarton? How you doing today? These these lies, these lies, these lies. I will. I denounce the Ravens fans. I denounce the Ravens team. I want nothing to do with them. I was lied to. I told me. I was told this is hanging with Hendo. Um, so I'm very upset. But I guess I'll stick around because my boy and my homie Brodney and my homie Hendo are here. So. I'll come. I'll stay for a little bit. It's too close to Sunday for you to be lying, sir. No one said this was hanging with Hendo. Nobody said hanging with Hendo. That's a good Christian man down there. He don't lie. Yeah. I I, go go to to church. church. Hendo, I go to church. (laughs) When the last time you went to church? When was the last time? Anyway, anyway, uh, yeah. So 49ers Ravens. Uh, What are we talking about? We talk. We listen. We're going to talk about this epic game that's coming up on Christmas Day. Listen, this is a battle of two teams that are eleven and three in the NFL, vying for that number one power ranking. Um, for me, I couldn't wait for this game all year long, and I think it's even more heightened now. At first, I was like, "Ah, can we win? Can we win?" At the beginning of the season, I was like, "It's going to be a tough game." Then the 49ers went on a three-game losing streak, and I was like, "Oh, we got them. You know, we're playing too well for us not to beat them." And then. 49ers went up to Philly, went to Dallas, and put kind of a beat down on them. And I was like, eh, you know, all things are possible. All things are possible. But then today, I saw this video. I don't know if you you guys <laughs> I know I don't know if you guys saw this video, but this video actually got me pretty hyped. And now I want to beat the 49ers even more than ever. So I don't know if you saw what Mike Florio had to say. Any of you guys see that? Mm-mm. I I saw a tweet I saw a tweet about it but I didn't actually see what he said. Okay, wrote a song about it like the hit hit go. The 49ers kicked the shit out of the Ravens Here. on Monday night. I'm sorry, I know that's disrespectful to the Ravens, but let's be realistic. At home, they got to fly across the country on Christmas night and the 49ers are waiting. And the 49ers are going to dismantle the Ravens. And it's not it's a, if it's a Super Bowl preview, the Super Bowl is going to suck because the 49ers as long as those guys are healthy, they're going to run over everybody. There's, there's, there's probably no bigger clown in sports media than Mike Florio. Uh, 
that's not to say that he's wrong necessarily. I mean, it could go either way, but right. I mean, his opinion ain't changing my opinion on anything. Yeah, like, but, then, what he's talking about. but in the, I think it was in the same in the same uh show, he made statements of oh, Lamar Jackson's the best, the Ravens are a tough team, you know, they're winners and they have 11 3 record. I'm like, pick a lane. Mm-hmm. But I, you know, I have I have one more message for Mike Florio. This is this is for me to you from the heart. It's the holidays. I harbor no ill will, but this is for you. I hate you. I hate you. I don't even know you, and I hate your guts. I hope all the bad things in life happen to you and nobody else but you. Hit me, baby. <laughs> yeah, no, that, that about sounds good. Uh, nobody, nobody likes or respects Mike Florio. They don't. But how does he? How does he keep getting viewed? Like people just keep going back to him for information, like he's the end all be all, and all he's done is hate on Lamar. And I think you said it, or Jose said it. The only reason that he just has this this disdain for Lamar Jackson is because he was wrong about him. Because he all he does is mention, well, Lamar got hurt. It's a good thing he's still healthy. It's a good thing he's healthy. Hope he don't get hurt. Like you were wrong. The man got his money. He deserves his money. The Ravens are 11 and 3. And we're going to win a Super Bowl. Hey, you know, I, I hope Brock Purdy doesn't get hurt in the playoffs again when the 49ers need him like he did last year. In the championship game. How about that? All right. Let's see who we got up in here with us tonight. Appreciate you all for coming to hang out with I'm us. Drinking, I'm drinking lemonade and tea. Uh, and I just got more lemon. And then I just got more lemonade. What's going on, Brandon Bazell? Appreciate you being here. Jared Green is in the house. Chocolate Lady Cap, happy holidays to you as well. The Smitty, appreciate you for being here. Who else we got? Living Big with Big Reg. What's up, Reg? Yeah, we we did a we do like a three hour stream last night. Three hours. Oh, three, did a three hour stream. Yeah, we was we did the Monday night. We did the uh, Thursday night football game last night. Brandon uh-huh. Bucks in the house. MDT was up. Y'all did? Yeah. He, he did a stream. Red. He was on Rich. Yeah, he did a stream. I popped in. Ferris was going on. I, got, I don't get no notifications, man. Really I didn't fast. get no- I didn't get it. Yeah, I didn't get a notification on that either. I didn't get a notification. It's just I was happy to be on YouTube and saw him on there. You know, it was supposed to start at a certain time and it didn't. That's oh, because you know what? You didn't show up for OT. We forgot. Yeah. <sighs> Mm, yeah, so, that's true. Hey, Ferris, by the way, I uh, need to talk to you after the show. Rather important. Is it? It is. You know what it's about. What? No, I don't know. What is it about? Oh. oh yeah, it's about what's going to be happening next week. Oh, uh, wow. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Rodney, at two Brute, you hate you, me you're, 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 you're saying that to me after what you did? I didn't. I don't do anything after that. After that act of pure cowardice in the in the middle of the night, mind you. When that, that's when the man responded to me. I apologize. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Davon. You know, Davon. Yeah, 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 yeah. The wee hours. Yeah, I was. Gonna, I wasn't going to say people's names, but okay, if you want to just put it out there, yeah, you and Davon, fucking traitors, the both of you. <laughs> All right. Um, Disgusted by what y'all did. Let's get into this. People came here to get to the, get into the game. Talk yeah. about the game. I'm going to talk about the football, the game of the century, game, right. um, game of the year, maybe the game of the century. It could be. Listen, we have two powerhouse teams. One, I can't hold you. I can't even front. The San Francisco 49ers are a well-oiled machine, 
and they can put up points. Like when they're on their game, it's hard to stop them. You got Christian McCaffrey, Brandon Ayuk, Debo Samuels, George Kittle. I mean, they have a team full of stars. Trent Williams on the offensive line. And that's not even meant to mention what they have defensively. But then we have Lamar Jackson. And I saw something today on TV saying the 49ers have a bunch of stars and the Ravens only have Lamar Jackson. But <laughs> with Lamar Jackson, it has been hard for teams to stop him. If we only have Lamar Jackson, why are we 11 and three sitting in first place in the AFC? So to me, this is going to be one outstanding game. Could you give me your thoughts on how you feel this game is going to go, Sugarton? I mean, I, look at I'm already going to get hate for this. Um, and you just put it all but over I'm going my, to Florio. Yeah. No, I mean, look, at I saw – I was uh, – I was on Twitter earlier, and I saw I saw Coach's uh, thing about Lamar Jackson and Brock Purdy, and how the bigger channels, you know, they're pushing Brock Purdy and things like that. But the problem is, is Brock mm-hmm. Purdy has the numbers; he has better numbers than Lamar right, right now. Uh, and I know we get into this discussion. Me and Brian always get in a fight about this, um, where we talk I'm about a fight with anyone. You yeah, fight all day, especially especially with me. Um, you'd be you'd be fighting those phone calls um (laughs) um lamar jackson and it goes it kind of goes up it goes to the uh the camp newton thing uh when he was talking about game managers things like that right as i do agree with cam newton but i think there's a middle level there i think there's a middle level of you're a game manager but you can you make plays Right. You know, Lamar Jackson is that top tier. I would put Brock Purdy to all those guys that he mentioned in that middle tier. You know, people people talk about Max Matt Stafford, but Max Stafford, what if you look at it, when Megatron had one of his best years, who was his QB? When Cooper Cup had one of his best years, who was his QB? And Poka Puka 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 what you know what I'm trying to say. Thank you. It's about if he if he gets Damn if he gets a hundred if he gets one hundred forty five more yards, he he sets the rookie record. You know, yeah, he in that cat he gonna get that. You know, so and guess who his quarterback is? Mm-hmm. It's Matt Stafford. So there's guys that can do more than what's needed, and then there's there's guys that can do what's needed and mm-hmm. and do the extra. And I think that this game is gonna come down to that. Lamar's going to have to do more to carry this team, whereas Brock Purdy's just going to have to do enough plus make sure he doesn't make mistakes. And I think that's going to be one of the hardest things to overcome for, for Lamar if this team is not, uh, you know, not uh, functioning on, on, in all three phases of, of the game. Right. You know, if the defense is not playing well and it's all on him, he may struggle. You know, if the if if you're wide receivers, we see that before when you lost to Pittsburgh, wide receivers ain't catching the ball. You had to bring that. It's up. going to be hard. It's going to be hard. You know, if 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 there's mistakes made, it, it's going to be tough because, like you said, Hendo, 49ers are a very well run team. Yeah, they're very they're very structured. They're very, you know, this is what we got to do to win the game. You so you have to almost play perfect. It could go the other way. What happens is that we've seen you 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 brought it up millions of times. 49ers went on a losing streak. 
Mm-hmm. What if the Ravens are able to capitalize on some of the some of those things that were causing that losing streak? It may happen. So I'm not sitting here saying the 49ers are going to win. I'm just saying we know what we know what you have to do to win. You know what you have to do to beat this team. So hopefully that the, the you know hopefully the Ravens can do that to pull out a win. So right. we'll see what happens. I'm shocked that no one's ever thought to spy Lamar Jackson before. <laughs> Listen. Shout out, shout out Brandon Buck for the four dollar twenty cents donation. He says, Flux Mike Florio, he is a trick. Appreciate wow. you, hey, Jeremy. Money. And 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 I see Jeremy saying Lamar's number would be inflated also if he had Debo Kittle, they would be undefeated. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, okay, so you don't, so like you give no credit to Brock Purdy because he has to throw the ball. Oh no, Brock like, he has to put. But I'm saying, but I'm saying though, is you can't sit there and say, well, this person would have numbers. I mean, you, they have to go first off. Yeah, you have I to play the Ravens management team. Mm-hmm. But but the, but the way people talk about Brock Purdy is like, yo, he's just you know he has to do something. It, you can't say it's all the wide receivers that are doing the work. Now if they were throwing five yard passes and then they were running for a hundred yards. That's a different. They do. Sometimes, but 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 he does but, make yeah. he does make. Passes deep to he does. players. He's better than people give credit for. I'll agree with that. Yeah. So, you know, we'll see what happens. Rodney switching to dark mode. What? You switched to dark mode? Oh, there you go. <laughs> no. Um, I want. I just wanted to respond to Bazell, uh, who said I've been freezing him out. Uh, I've been stonewalling his trade offers. Uh, no, he's not Cosmo. God damn, bro. Really? Anyway. Uh, <laughs> Bazo, uh, I apologize if that's the way you feel, but listen, whatever you need, just make that offer to Dave on. He got actually, you. and actually, Brodney, <laughs> uh, no, and, and Brodney, he's actually right. Uh, Brock Purdy, uh, better, com- uh, better completions. Uh, there's more attempts for Lamar Jackson. Uh, Brock Purdy has more yards, uh, more touchdowns. Uh, they have the same in, in interceptions, and Brock Purdy has been sackless. So, no, no he, but that's not what he said. Like, I didn't. I didn't say he doesn't have better Brock numbers. Is he has better, better numbers. Is, is better in the passing game. Right. I mean, he's not better in the passing game. He has better numbers this season than Lamar Jackson. So that doesn't make him a that, better passer. That, that doesn't make him a better passer. Than so Lamar how do we? Jackson. Wait, 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 wait. Well, hold up. But I want to. How does that? How do we measure? You have to watch them by numbers. No, you have to watch them play. No, Lamar is a more dynamic player, but the numbers are better. Let me let me ask you this. Let me ask you. This. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, uh, I'm do, just do you remember? Do you remember? I forget, I forget what year it was, uh, mm-hmm. but the New England Patriots were in the playoffs, and Tom Brady was throwing to Rache Caldwell, mm-hmm. uh, and I forget who else was in that receiving core. And they, Troy, but yeah, and they dropped every pass they lost. Did that make Tom Brady a bad quarterback that week because he wasn't completing his passes because he had five garbage receivers? No, he mean it means he had five garbage receivers. The Patriots went out that offseason. I believe it was that particular offseason. Got Randy Moss, Randy Moss. And they went and got Wes Welker. Mm-hmm. And they upgraded those receivers. And he didn't have that problem anymore. Right? Tom Brady went on to say, but let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. Didn't you guys didn't you guys scream that you upgraded your wide receiver room? What do you no, mean? No. You guys? We, we, didn't, we didn't. You, you are a Ravens fan. You are a Ravens fan. Okay. Oh, but his Ravens Ravens Ravens. Okay. Fine. Here's the thing, oh, here's the thing, shut here. your mouth. We ain't starting that thing. What? <laughs> I don't, I don't go on Ravens. Basis. I swear, you guys make it no, personal. No, 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 we're not. Here's the thing, should yes, have the have the Ravens upgraded their wide receiver position? They did, but you can upgrade from garbage to trash. Yeah, 
you're upgraded. It doesn't still make you better. Listen, and I'm not trying to take anything away from Brock Purdy because he is, listen, he's out there doing his thing. But you got to look at the weapons that he has around him. He has a top five offensive line. We don't have any of that. And Lamar's doing what he needs to do. Lamar is also in the first year of a new system. Purdy's been in this system. And Kyle Shanahan takes quarterbacks that can't do a damn thing. Look at Jimmy Garoppolo. Look at him with the Niners. Championship game, Super Bowl. Look what he did with the Raiders with less talent around him. A bad coaching staff. Josh McDaniels is not the genius that everybody makes him out to be. Look what happened when those quarterbacks left and went elsewhere. What did they do? So I'm not I'm not taking anything away from Brock Purdy, but there are components to everything. Like it's a collective of talent and coaching. No, Lamar, no, I, does not I agree have, with that. Lamar does not have talent around him, nor does he have coaching. Lamar has to use his talent, his singular talent. And you can't say, well, Brock Purdy has better passing numbers and more touchdowns just because Lamar has thrown more. Look at who he has to throw to. Can no, Lamar, that, Lamar, does Lamar have a Christian McCaffrey that he can dump a five-yard pass off to? And, 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 and According to Ravens fans, and, that's what Kenyon Mitchell was. Okay, well, there's no one named Kenyon Mitchell. He's done almost nothing in the past game, and he tore his ACL and he's out for the season. But my question to you, Shug, is Derek Carr better in the past game than Lamar Jackson? Because he's got better numbers you, than Lamar Jackson. Is he better in the past you, game? He's, he's better. He's better passing than this year. Yes. Is that, is the that numbers what that means? are better. If that, if that, is that what that means better. to you? Oh, okay. So, the numbers so are where, better, where does, let's say, Gus Edwards rank uh, for you, <laughs> Wait, you know, because at the time he got What's hurt, up? he was, I, think, I believe, second in the league in touchdowns. Is he the second best running back in the league? But that's touchdowns. What was his yards? It's a collective of stats. It's a collective. Oh, oh, of it's stats. not. But but are touchdowns not the most important one? So is Raheem? Well, yeah, and Brock Purdy has so, more. And Brock so Purdy. Is, has no, okay, more. but so so Gus Edwards is the second best running back in the league. What's his What's his running yards? I don't know. But you just said, said you just said that. You just said that. But we got to. We might need the full. I need the full picture. Six hundred. He's got like the full picture. Okay, but but okay. But to your point, is is Raheem Mostert a top two or three running back in the league? For my is he leading the is he leading the the league in touchdowns and yards and yards per carry? Second, he's second in yards with nine hundred eighteen touchdowns, four point nine yards per carry, nine hundred sixty six yards. Yeah, he's two He's tied for third in the league in yards. He's first in rushing touchdowns. That's a he's good best, running back. You would, you uh, could no, say, no, 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 That's not what I asked you. That's not what I asked you. Is he you the best running five? back in the league? Is he the best? No, he's top league? five. He's top five. Okay, cool. He's top five. Cool. Cool. He's top five. Okay. See, I didn't want to talk Ravens. I wanted to come talk to my friends, and we're just gonna uh-huh. argue. And God, we're not arguing because discussion. because you can't just look at counting stats. I mean, if you no, you can't. Counting, you're absolutely no, right. You, no, you're absolutely again, right. You we can. talked about it before. If you look at counting stats, Vinny Testaverde is one of the best quarterbacks of all time. Best Vinny ever. Tester. Best right. ever. Shout out to Cowboys legend Vinny Testaverde. Who well, listen, no. legend as well. Well, and first of all, legend. First of all, he came to Baltimore. He came to Baltimore. Jets legend. Jets legend. yards. 4,100 yards with the Ravens. And Vinny Testaverde is this awesome quarterback? He's not. Everyone has a good – and I'm not trying to diminish what Brock Purdy's doing. So with that being said, in this game, the which team do you feel has more to prove, Brody? Oh, my God. This dude said – this dude said Brock Purdy has tougher throws than Lamar. Right. Uh, I'm sorry. What was your question? My question is, who do you think – has most proven this game. Uh, I don't really think either one of these teams has anything to prove. Uh, you know, they're, like I said, they're the top two teams in the league. 
San Francisco has made deep playoff runs. You know, they were making a playoff run last year with Brock Purdy. Baltimore has something to prove in the playoffs, but you can't prove that in the regular season. So, I mean, it's not you're not going to prove facts. anything in this game. Uh, yeah, but, yeah, I mean, they, Baltimore's already clinched their playoff spot. They're the first team in the AFC to do so. Mm-hmm. So I don't think that there's really much of anything to prove on either side in this game. Right, how about you, Shook? I agree with Rodney. I, I would I would say the the Ravens, but they, they don't really have anything to prove because they need to prove it in the playoffs. And and not 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 to say that you know we're talking about you know because I know that's the, the knock on Lamar is like oh you know the playoffs but as a team as a whole mm-hmm. you know we had this conversation what has the Ravens done in the last you know we'll just say ten years not much you know they won two playoff games I believe in the last ten years maybe three mm-hmm. you know that if you're if you're that top quality um, organization. You know, you, you, you got to do more. And, they you know, again, I said, Ravens fans said they got the best wide receiver core they've had in a while. The defense, they, you know, they, uh, you know, Roquan Smith, they, you know, I know Hamilton's out, which kind of sucks. Uh, but, you know, this is a pretty good defense. They mm-hmm. got the offense they want. Maybe the line's not where they want it to be, but, you know, it's what they have right now. You know, so going into the playoffs, they have to do something. Right. Um, as far as this game, you know, I don't think I think Brownie's right. I don't think this is a proving game. I think this is a game of who's who's just better. You know, if the Ravens walk into 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 their stadium, beat them, maybe right. even by three points, you know, you go, OK, they just walked into the stadium, and beat them. But if the Ravens walk in there and lose by 10, 15, 20, you know, 21 points. Then it's like, oh, shit. What do we, you know, what do we, what do we do here? If the if the Niners win by three, okay, Ravens are a tough team. They're they're gonna they're gonna make some noise. But if they go and they they, they win this game, you know, by ten points, you know, whatever, then you're kind of like, hmm, as a Ravens fan, okay, where where are we at now? We've measured ourselves. You know, it's like a this is a measuring stick game. That's what this is. This is a measuring stick game. Where are we at as a teams? Are we here or are we here? So I think that's I don't think there's anybody needs to prove anything. I think you just got to measure yourself against uh, against each other. Got you, got you. And listen, and this is nothing. Well, I guess it is. This is this is something against you. Just because you are a Dallas Cowboys fan, Jeremy Miller, you asked what did the what did the, the Ravens need to prove they deserve the number one seed? Winning eleven games proved that they deserve to be the number one seed. Having the best record in the AFC proved that they need that they deserve to be the number one seed. Like I'm not getting where you're coming from. They beat the teams in front of them where other teams did not. So what is there to prove? What's going on, DDSQ? Having the best record in the conference really is the only way to prove that you deserve the number one seed, uh, since that's really all it is. Oh, what's going on, Jose? What's up? <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I'm not understanding. All right, so do you think that the winner of this game should be considered the Super Bowl frontrunner? I think they're going to be regardless. I mean, I think these are the two teams from from each conference to get to the Super Bowl. And obviously, if you have a win over that other team, people are going to you know say, hey, you know, they beat you already. Mm-hmm. You're probably the favorite to win in the Super Bowl. But again, what happens in a game on Christmas Day is not really indicative of how it's going to go in February. Thanks, if man. they if they play each other. How about yeah. you, Shug? I mean, I don't think they should be the Super Bowl favorite, but I think they should. You look at them and say, okay, this is probably what we've seen on the field is the best team right now. You know, uh, they're both really good teams. So, you know, like I said, if the Ravens go out there and beat the snot out of the 49ers, mm-hmm. 
you maybe you're looking at it a little different. Like, yo, Ravens are are probably the Super Bowl favorites. If, for, if it's reversed, you're looking at them and saying, wait a minute, they're probably the favorites. But I don't think you can really take stock, like uh, Brody said, in December 25th, 2023, uh, in, in this game. You could take it as face value of they're probably one of the best teams right now. Um, but anything can happen in the playoffs. Anything can happen in the next Thanks. couple weeks. So. Thanks. Facts, facts. And Jeremy says, I'm saying that because the Dolphins are on their heels. You know why the Dolphins are on their heels, Jeremy? Because they lost to the Tennessee Titans, where they had a 13-point lead with two minutes left in the game that they lost. They haven't beaten a team with a winning record all season long. So they can be on their heels. But listen, all that aside, guess what? Next week, we played them. So if they really are deserving of that number one seed, they'll beat us next week. But they have a tough task this week going against the Wolfram, Woeful Dallas Cowboys, who can't win on the road. So, you know, six and one hand have done. You know, watch Dallas win on the road. You know, watch Dallas win on the road. But something has to happen. Either Dallas wins on the road or the Dolphins finally beat a team over 500. One of these things has to happen unless they actually tie in that game. And that would be something. That I would love would, that. I would. It would. It would. But, you know, we ain't got to worry about those things with Lamar Jackson because I understand everybody has their opinions. And I'm not saying anybody's opinion is wrong. I'm not saying Brock Purdy's trash. I'm not saying Lamar Jackson is the best quarterback in the world. He's up there. But Lamar Jackson is 19-1 and versus the NFC. 19-1. and That's a pretty good record. And let's hope he continues to keep that record going come Monday night. All right. Now, next up, we're going to take a look at the five key matches. Five key matchups, I'm sorry, that I do believe are are going to determine the game. And gentlemen, you can let me know what you think about these matchups in itself. So coming in at number five, the fifth matchup that I believe is going to help dictate this game is Isaiah Likely versus Dre Greenlaw and that boy Fred Warner. Um, I said this before. I said it last night, and I'll say it again. I do think that the San Francisco 49ers have the best linebacking duo in the NFL. Patrick Queen and Roquan Smith are right behind them. But to me, I think they are the best. And I think with Mark Andrews being out, even though he was showed up at the facility today, not on crutches, and now everybody's so excited he's going to be back in the playoffs. He don't do nothing in the playoffs. But everybody's excited nonetheless. I just think that with Lamar not having a safety blanket there, I think that likely is going to, if he can get open versus these linebackers, I think he's going to play a big part, a big role in this game because their defense is fast. And I don't think Lamar is going to have the normal time that he has to throw, and I think likely getting open against these linebackers is going to be paramount for the Ravens to win. What say you guys? Likely sucks. That's not the point. <laughs> and he's going up against two of the best linebackers in the league. I don't. I don't know. I don't think that if this is a key matchup, Baltimore going to get their ass kicked. Okay. Look at look at. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna throw names out there. And who said this? Um, and I respect this person's opinion, and right. it, it can be true. It can be true, but when you start, when you when Ravens fans at the beginning of the year were like, "Likely is going to be this great tight end," then it was he sucks. Then it's like now he's Travis Kelsey two point oh. What? Um, what? When you know, like off of one game? Wait a minute. Like, first of all, that's false. That's false, Shug. First of all, he was Travis Kelsey, Tony Gonzalez after a preseason game last year. After half of a preseason you. game last Thank year. Thank you. Thank you for educating me. Right, uh, that's Mr. that's the, that's what it was. that's what it was. He had a hundred yards in one half of that yeah, preseason game. Just, I just, I just want to point yards. out. I just want to point out, Bronny. I remembered his name and who he is. Hendo. Thank you. 
<laughs> Damn it, Lilith. <laughs> um, but but Ravens fan wanted to put him on a on a pedestal already. They they did, you know, and and now know. now all of a sudden he might be Kelsey two point mm-hmm. Okay, you know, like to me, I think Ravens fans rush to like put somebody up there because they're in desperate need. They know, like you you've seen it, Bronny. You we've talked about it. Mark yeah. Andrews. They say Mark Andrews is the second best tight end, possibly the best tight end. Um, and then you want to argue with them, and they say, no, you don't know what you're talking about. And now it's likely is the you know he's the next big thing. I mean, he can develop into that absolutely. Right. Um, and this would be a game to prove it. If he could prove it in this game, maybe he is the next tra- Travis Kelsey 2.0. You know, but we will have to see. You know, uh, has he done it in the past? Has he done it recently? No. Rodney just said he sucks. He so suck. what makes it what what, what makes he you think he's going to do he it? Had, he had one one good game. Yeah, what makes you think he's going to do it? Because it's like against a good top defense. Crucify this dude for most of the season. Uh, Right. I can't hold you right. All right. (laughs) Matchup number four that I think is going to help dictate this game either way. I think it's going to be Kyle Hamilton versus George Kittles. He got no S in his name. I'm sorry. Yeah, I thought about that when I just read it. You know how black people do. We like to add S as the names. Um, Yeah, George Kittle. Stereotyping. I'm sorry. Oh, My apologies. But yes, listen, Kyle Hamilton is playing at an all pro level. He may possibly be arguably the best safety in the NFL right now. And we all know what Kittle can do. Like he is a monster. He's a beast. I still remember that game that he played against the New Orleans Saints where he carried three dudes down the field. And he is one of their weapons. I just think I see, I, I'm not really sure how well Kyle can do against him because I've seen Kyle go against second and third tight ends i've never really seen kyle match up if he's matched up one-on-one with a tight end of this caliber so I yeah think- and I, don't, I don't think he should be uh, i don't think he's a, a great cover guy i think he he's developing <clears throat> excuse me into a great playmaker uh and they need to just continue moving him around the field and letting him know. affect the plays the way he has been all season right and let let roquan and uh or, or queen worry about kittle uh, or you know your your highest paid safety in the league, Marcus Williams. You know who, whoever, whoever else, but not Kyle. Uh, <laughs> we, you know that, that you know George is probably the, the second best tight end in the league. Uh, yeah. So I mean, you're gonna have your hands full no matter what. Uh, I think it's it's paramount for Baltimore to use Kyle Hamilton to get pressure on uh, Brock Purdy because uh, that's what's really gonna turn the game in their favor is mm-hmm. is making him uncomfortable behind that line. Yeah, you know, I think I think that one thing that people kind of sleep on is, and all hail to the 49ers defense, the Ravens defense is pretty damn good itself. They're number one in points against. I think they're number two in yards. They lead the league in sacks. So I think that is good and all hail San Francisco and what they do on offense. I think people sleeping on what the Ravens can do. We've shut down some teams. You know, when Detroit came in and everybody thought that Detroit was this all-world team, the Ravens held them down and blew them out. Same thing with Seattle the very next week. So – And I overcome believe Andrew, oh, and he's back. There he is. I'm sorry. We have some matchups that we got to overcome. Um, the number three matchup that I think will dictate this game is going to be the Ravens defensive backs, especially Marlon Humphrey and Brandon Stevens versus Brandon Ayuk and Debo Samuels. I think this one's a, a, a bit more even than it appears. 
okay. Marlon Humphrey, you know, playing at his best, obviously, is, is one of the top corners in the league. Mm-hmm. You know, he's been an all-pro corner. Uh, Brandon Stevens, you know, we've been commenting about him all year, about how he's he's really stepped up this season. He's playing, I mean, you, some might say over his head, but, I mean, he, he's been doing it every single week, right? Awesome. You know, he's been playing very, very well. And then they're going to have uh, Geno Stone, Marcus Williams, playing behind him as well. So I think it's going to be tougher than uh, than I think most people think for Debo and, and, and Ayuk to get off in this game. Yeah. And listen, we, we've all given – Marlon some grief, especially because of that game-winning throw in the Pittsburgh game. But aside from that, he's been locked down. That's the only touchdown he's allowed this season. I know Brandon Stevens allowed that 12-yard touchdown catch to uh, Jamar Chase. I mean, two touchdowns, 14 games. You can't get any better. I think they both hold quarterbacks to below 50% completion percentage and only like 200 yards maybe. So this is going to be a good matchup to me. What kind of gives me pause is the fact that Kyle Shanahan is going to scheme some things up. Mm-hmm. He's going to, and, and the one thing I love about him outside of what we don't do is he schemes his wide receivers open. He schemes his running backs open. I mean, even to the point where former Raven Kyle Ushek, like they use him in the passing game and they use him well effectively. So if we can just, we can just, if we can overcome what they do, because to me, the 49ers make every play look the same. And you don't know if it's a, if it's a run play or if it's a pass play. So if we can overcome that, we'll see. You have any thoughts on that? You got to use rated R superstar uh, Ricard more in the passing game. That's what you need to do. <sighs> All right, the number two nobody, matchup. Nobody needs to see hard R Ricard. Uh, That's rated R superstar. We do need to see a lot of Kyle Juszczyk, though, uh, the better version of Pat Ricard. The, who, the Ravens like walk. <laughs> right. Right, so we can keep two fullbacks. Like, come on now. But the number two matchup that I think is going to help dictate this game, more importantly, like this is a doozy for us. I don't know how this is going to work out. Maybe it'll, maybe it'll be switched off, but it's going to be Roquan Smith versus Christian McCaffrey. Now they may switch it up and put Patrick Queen on him, but to me personally, as well as our linebackers play in coverage, they are not the best. Like I said, I give the nod to Greenlaw and Warner as far as pass covering linebackers go. We we do a pretty decent job, but I just think that Christian McCaffrey is on a whole nother level. If you follow his career from Carolina, the things that he did there, he is one of their cornerstone franchise players. I don't know how they let him go, but he went to San Francisco and actually elevated his game to a whole nother level. So I think that this is one, this is one matchup we have to keep an eye on. If our defensive backs can actually slow down their wide receivers, I think that Shanahan is going to look for Christian McCaffrey in the passing game, not to mention the run game. Like this isn't only a pass thing because the Ravens struggle stopping the run because of the defense that we deploy. We don't always stop the run against lesser running backs. So, we don't have a hands with that boy. Yeah, I mean, the, on on the face of it, you know, I mean, this is not just a Ravens thing. If you just match up San Francisco <laughs> with any team in the league, you say, "Hey, man, their their defense is going to have a ton of trouble." You know, you're not going to be able to stop them. They have too many weapons. Um, and you know, I mean that that's true of McCaffrey as well. Right? He's the best running back in the league. He's one of the best players in the league. Period. Right. Uh, you don't have anybody who can cover McCaffrey, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and like you said, you, they they've kind of struggled in the in the run game as well, uh, defending the run game. And you know, I said it, I believe on the the roundup, and and I really believe I think for the Ravens to really slow down 
uh, San Francisco's offense, they're going to have to try to be more of the old style of Ravens and, and really just rough them up. Uh, mm-hmm. they, they've got to get to Brock Purdy in the pass game. They got to make him uncomfortable. They got to hit him, and they got to hit those receivers coming over the middle. They got to hit McCaffrey coming out of the backfield and just make him uncomfortable. Uh, you know, if they can do that, then I think they'll slow them down. If they can't do that, I mean, guys like Debo and, and CMC are going to carve you up. It's just what they do. Right. Uh, you know, they're they're too good to to just defend straight up so shout out to carolina for giving san francisco the missing piece What's going on? <laughs> like, right same conference like what were you guys yeah, thinking and, and, you know they, they were just like hey yeah whatever here take them for nothing we don't need them all right the number one matchup that i think is going to dictate this game well, you didn't even give me a chance to, to i'm sorry anything. i'm sorry i was thinking about number one and number one got me messed up go ahead Shik. i'm sorry but please give your thought i mean I mean, look, if, if uh, you know, Smith defended, is going to defend CMC like he did against Najee Harris. I knew you were going to say Raven, that. Ravens are going to be dunzos, okay? Especially yeah. in the passing game because, you know, Ro- the ball's coming here. Rokon's looking that way. You know, he's mm, – but go to your number one. Let's see number <sighs> one. Oh, God. All right. Is, it, is, go. a Harbaugh, is a Harbaugh versus Shanahan? Is that what it is? No. You know and I see the city saying good looking Carolina and you're, you're welcome. Uh, and I, I, it just, to this day, it, it pisses me off that, that Panthers, like I was fine with trading McCaffrey just because right. like, they see like they were going into a rebuild and I wanted McCaffrey to go to a good team where he had a chance to actually right. win. You know, he deserved that. Uh, but like the fact that what they got for him was replacement draft picks for the ones they wasted on Sam Darnold and, you know, and uh, Will Greer and Baker Mayfield and old boy, uh, uh, what's his name, Golden Corral. Like it's 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 terrible. And so they 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 replenished those picks and then they turned around and traded a bunch more for Bryce Young. Yeah, no, uh, Scott Fitter's got to go. He's got to he's got to go. All right, number. He's got to go ASAP. And, and Jose uh, Najee Harris is playing more than your most of the Ravens running backs. So well, that's true. Still got less yards. Um, all right, number one. Yes, one. three three running one. backs versus one. Sure. <laughs> one. one. All right. The number one flex matchup, that flex that. The number one matchup that I think is going to dictate the outcome of this game. And I hope it ain't true. Patrick McCarry versus Bosa. It is the Ravens <laughs> offensive line versus the 49ers <laughs> defensive line. Uh okay. <sighs> That's not. A, I'm not gonna lie. That's not a great one for the for the Ravens, not at all. At all. Uh, if, if Ronnie Stanley can't go, that that's gonna cause some serious trouble for them. Uh, you know, Ronnie hasn't had the best year. You know, anyway. Right. But why are you lying, Jose? There's a video of him scoring on Rokron Smith, your million dollar linebacker. I'm sorry, Bradley, Bradley, yeah, Bradley was talking. Was, that was last year. Uh, but you know, if, if if Ronnie Stanley's out, like I said, it's gonna be extremely difficult, and they are going to just be leaning heavily on Lamar and his playmaking abilities and him being able to avoid the rush. Uh, and especially with Keaton Mitchell out now, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it, it's, it's, it's tough for Baltimore. Hopefully Ronnie Stanley can go. Uh, if not, I don't know. I mean, listen, this is where you kind of employ the old uh, Richard Sherman or, or Joe Thomas school of blocking. Just hold him every play that I had to call it. Facts. Facts. What are your thoughts on this? Uh, sure. Well, you guys, Ravens have been struggling on the offensive line all year. And, you know, we're like, oh, hey, the 49ers has a great defensive line. Oh, let's give them chase as well. 
Mm-hmm. Um, right, right. Lovers. Javon Hargrave, you know, like, he came over from Philadelphia. Like, yeah. So, yeah, I, I think that you guys are going to have a tough time. And uh, I think you're right. Lamar's just not, he's not going to have the usual time he has. So he's going to have to play, he's going to have to play very perfect, make really good decisions. And hopefully your receivers will catch the ball. Right. How about that's not even, And that's not even me being, that's not even me being funny. Like, no, no, he, yeah. When he throws the ball, they have to catch it. They have to catch it because they got to stay ahead of the chains or he's going to be in trouble. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. You're not being funny. All right, gentlemen. Give me your bold predictions for this game coming up. Rodney. Despite the way your five key matchups look, and good job not picking anything in the Ravens' favor, uh, I think Baltimore wins this game. Uh, now, again, I think that they're going to need Zay Flowers to be the playmaker that, uh, you know, he's been at times, and I think they're going to need him to evolve into a, a guy who can, I shouldn't even say evolve. I mean, he's got the ability, but he, he's going to have to be a guy who takes over the game uh, in right. this one for them. Um, Odell is going to have to give them more. I, I know this isn't all his fault. I know it's not all his fault. They don't, they don't throw the ball a ton. But he's going to have to give him more than one catch for 14 yards. I mean, you you, you just have to, right? Rashad Bateman's going to have to show up. Uh, I know, I don't even want to say anything about Isaiah Likely. You know, whatever you get from Isaiah Likely is a bonus. Just don't just don't fumble it. You know, don't just don't don't hurt the team actively. Uh, and they're going to need you know Justin Matabike to show that hey, he is worth that contract that that y'all are you know contemplating giving him. You're going to need Odafe Owe to show up and, and be the guy that he's been at times, you know, making big plays and big moments. Uh, but I do I do feel the Baltimore gets out of there with the win. I think it's going Baltimore's way. All right. What is your bold prediction, Sugarton? Um, my bold prediction. Um, I think this game would, was, was is, mm-hmm. you know, my bold prediction, I think this game is going to be close. Uh, I actually, realistically, mm-hmm. I think it's going to be a blowout by the 49ers. Wow, um, I think that's what realistically is going to happen. Bold prediction is Ravens pull it out with by three points. Christian McCaffrey doesn't have a good day. Brock Purdy throws some picks, um, and the defense for some reason just can't get to Lamar. And he and he does some Houdini, uh, you know, Dragon Ball Z teleporting across the the uh, field. Right. Uh, so I think that. My bold prediction is going to be a game only won by three points. Okay. Um, my bold prediction is going to be the Ravens are going to take a little blueprint away from the Cleveland Browns without roughneck rider legend or whatever it is, PJ Walker. I think that Lamar Jackson is going to account for 350 yards and four total touchdowns as the Ravens win by at least 10 points. That is going to be my bold prediction for this game. All right, next up, we got a little message. I know if you watched the stream last night, I told you guys that I had a little something for you. Had a little surprise, you know, had a little thing going on. But this is something for our patrons. This is a way for us to give back to our patrons. If you want to become a patron, go to patreon.com, R-O-U-G, sign up. You can sign up for as little as five bucks a month, a lot of perks. But this is something special that myself, Lunch Break Hot Take, just the whole click the conglomerate are putting together to give back to the patrons this video is brought to you by patreon shout out to all the patrons that make this possible 
Sign up today to get special perks and discounts. Don't miss out on our growing community. That's right. April the 6th, 2024, we are going to MT Bank Stadium and we're going to do a Raven Stadium tour and we are bringing patrons along with us. There are a limited number of spots, unfortunately. So if you are interested, let me know. And it doesn't matter if you're a patron of mine, if you're a patron of LBHT, if you're a patron of Coach Evans and Sip the Tally. If you're one of our patrons, let me know. We can get you signed up and we'll give you the details after the radio, after the Raven Stadium tour. We are going to go hang out, get some lunch or something. And, you know, what I'm saying just connect with the community. Fix your face. Connect with the community. Kind of like, huh? I don't think I agree. With that. Shots? Shot, it's whatever. It's whatever. But it's kind of like we did with the meet and greet a little bit. But after the stadium tour, we're going to go hang out. It's going to be a good time. Make sure you let me know. You can go over to the road pod on Instagram on youtube on twitter leave me a message also lbht show through all platforms let us know if you want to attend i think it's gonna be a dope time mm -hmm. all right next ip what do we have we have an so MVP. Told there was only one topic huh I was told there was only one topic. I mean, it's all in the same vein. You know, we bring some more. But this topic is, this is going to be a quick one. This is an MVP clash. Now, they say that Brock Purdy is the front runner for the league's most valuable play award. Some put Lamar Jackson second. Do you think that the winner of this game is going to catapult themselves, depending upon how they look in this game, to the forefront of this award? I think that if Lamar looks great and Purdy looks terrible, then that will catapult Lamar into first place. Otherwise, it's you're still going to come out with Purdy as the uh, the front runner for MVP. Okay. Should I had you had asked me this question last week, I would have said Lamar doesn't even have the numbers close to being MVP. Mm -hmm. But now looking at the numbers, it's actually he's he's right there. He, he does. Uh, I will. I will. Was seventeen touchdowns and plus the five rushing and seven hundred and forty yards rushing. Yes. And the, the, the rushing, yes, the, yes, the rushing, the throwing though. Hmm. But oh, it's I weird how they. With, I will. I will. I, 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 hey, hey, hey. It's hey, weird. Hey, it's, it's my time to talk. Okay. Uh, I will agree one hundred percent with Brodney. Uh, if 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 Lamar goes out there and throws three touchdowns, maybe a running touchdown, maybe two touchdowns and a running touchdown, and Brock Purdy looks like garbage, yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I I would think, and you would. You would think that one of the best players or the best player from the best team in the league mm -hmm. should theoretically get the MVP. You know, I think Lamar's the MVP because of what he has to work with. He has to work with a lot less. And once again, I'm not taking anything away from Brock Purdy. And for all you out there to say, oh, you don't watch Brock Purdy play, I do watch him play. And he's very talented and he does more than game manage. But I just think that what Lamar has on his plate, what he has to deal with, he has to overcome coaching and talent. 
and he's right there with the 49ers at 11 and three. And I hate to say it like this, but unlike Brock Purdy, Lamar Jackson has never lost three straight games in a row in his career. He's never lost three in a row. And there are a lot of quarterbacks in the league that can't say that. So to me, I think that if Lamar comes out of this looking well, he should be the front runner for the MVP. All right. Next, we're going to get into game predictions. Now, I know the Los Angeles Rams beat the New Orleans Saints last night, but we're going to give predictions for the rest of the upcoming schedule. I know this is... I know this is Brodney's favorite segment because he loves picking games, loves picking games, you know, just like in a pick'em league. But <laughs> let's start off. All right. We have games tomorrow. Thank goodness. And it starts off with the Cincinnati Bengals and Shug's Pittsburgh Steelers. Who you got in this, Shug? Really? <laughs> really? Yeah, really. Really? You had to say it out loud. I got the damn Steelers. Okay? I'm sorry. Okay, man. Okay. How about you, Roddy? Uh, I mean, obviously, I'm taking the Bengals. I'm not a Steelers fan, so I'm going to use my brain on this one. <laughs> Facts. Even with Jamar Chase being sidelined, I'm going to go with the Cincinnati Bengals. Also, Mason Rudolph about to throw touchdowns and racial slurs out there. <laughs> he's going to, like I said, he's going to do one of those. He's going to do yeah, one of those things, not both. Um, next up, we have the Buffalo Bills taking on the Los Angeles Chargers. Shoot. Um, you got to go with Buffalo. I think uh, Herbert's out, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Cosmo, how dare you? Brandon Buck, we're not friends anymore. Uh, yeah, so I'm going to go with Buffalo. <laughs> Yeah, I'm I'm going with Buffalo as well, and the, the Chargers. You know, I, I said they're not going to get that kind of boost that teams normally get from firing their coach because their quarterback's gone. Buffalo seems to have turned things around with firing my guy Ken Dorsey. It's unfortunate, uh, but hey, my other guy Joe Brady, former Panther OC, uh, has has turned them around, and they look like they they they're fighting for that playoff spot. Uh, so I think they get the win on the road. Okay. Next up on Sunday, we have the Indianapolis Colts taking on the Atlanta Falcons. I don't care which one you guys Okay, well, I'm going to go oh. ahead and say Atlanta <laughs> bounces back, uh, starting Taylor Heineke. And this is solely because the Colts are not very good, and Atlanta's also not very good, and it's very difficult to predict who's showing up for which team win. Oh, okay. But I do expect them to give uh, Bijan Robinson – a lot of touches this week. I hope that. Um, Indianapolis. Um, I'm going to go with the Indianapolis Colts as well. Next up, we have the Seattle Seahawks taking on the Minnesota Vikings. Ooh, I hope they're playing a... Tennessee. I'm sorry, Tennessee. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. I, I Seattle versus going. Tennessee. Yeah. I'm sorry. I was you looking know. down. Hey, looking looking at a computer all day. I get it. Um, Seattle. Yeah, I'm also taking Seattle. Uh, you know, based on the opinion uh, on the uh, the thought that Geno Smith is going to be starting. Uh, if it's Drew Locke, I probably start to lean Tennessee a bit. Hmm. Let's see. If if Geno Smith is playing, I'm going Tennessee. Damn hater, man. I'm going for Tennessee in this matchup. Tennessee. All right, next matchup we have the Detroit Lions and Jared Goff trying to take his team where Detroit Lions teams have not gone for a very, very long time up against the Minnesota Vikings in a divisional matchup. Who you got? 
I hope Gino throws for 300 yards, three touchdowns, and as soon as the game's over, he finds a camera and calls you out by name. Because he's going to be uh, on my this, bench. He's going to be on my this one, bench. I've got Detroit. Uh, you know, they, they're, they've been playing pretty well. I don't think that uh, Minnesota – I think that, that little miracle run they went on is over. Uh, I don't think they have the talent to keep up with Detroit at this point. So I'm taking the Lions. Yeah, I'm definitely taking the Lions. Lions it is. Uh, we have the Washington Commies versus the Zach Wilson Jets. Taking Washington in this one. Uh, oh. Either way, really. Um, and it's, it's just because I hate the Jets, honestly. Mm. Even with Jacoby Brissett starting? Yeah, especially yeah, I think starting. Yeah, I heard a rumor that uh, Aaron Rodgers is going to be starting. Um, but that rumor might not be true. So, But I'm still going to go with the New York Jets. Yeah. Uh, um, it doesn't matter who starts for the Jets. I think just defensively they have everything they need on that side of the ball, and Washington has not scored over 20 points in the last four or five games. So, yeah, Jets for me. But the now, Jets also got eliminated from playoff contention. So, you know. They did, they did, they did. Next up, we have the disappointing love Green Bay Packers who can literally – no, Green Bay at the Carolina Panthers, who are on a one-game win streak. Who you got in this game? Sure. Rodney, you're the, the Panthers fan. Go ahead. Uh, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna take Green Bay. Score? Uh, we don't do that here. Oh, okay. <laughs> sure. I am going to take Carolina. Okay, two weeks in a row. Two weeks in a row, I'm going with the Carolina Panthers for the upset. I think they're starting to turn oh. things around. It's, it's going to be pretty. All right, next up, we got the Cleveland Browns. Joe Fleasy at the Houston Texans minus probably C.J. Stroud, who's still in concussion protocol. Yeah, it looks like C.J. is going to be out, and Joe Flacco is taking Cleveland to the playoffs. Thanks. Uh, I'm taking Cleveland in this one on the road. Yep, taking Cleveland. It is December, and that's when – Mr. Joe Flacco thrives. January, Joe about to do his thing. I'm going with the Browns. Yeah, Stroud is Stroud is out, so you might as well just cancel Christmas on that game. Um, next up, we have the flailing, maybe Trevor Lawrence-less Jacksonville Jaguars taking on the hot-as-fish grease Baker Mayfield and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I don't think that's an accurate <laughs> representation of either of those teams. Um, I'm going to go ahead and take Jacksonville. Uh, you know, they, they'll flail around and land a punch on Tampa. That'll knock them out. Ooh. Okay. Um, I'll go Jacksonville. Hmm. I'm going... I'm gonna take Tampa Bay. I, I believe in Baker Mayfield. I think he he and Mike Evans have he and Mike Evans have <laughs> this connection, and I do think that they are still in the hunt for the division title. So I think they're gonna I think they'll take Jacksonville. Jacksonville has not looked well in the last four or five weeks. Next up, we have the hard charging Pittsburgh Steelers taking down Arizona Cardinals, taking <laughs> on Justin Fields and the Chicago Bears. <laughs> I mean, it's hard to it's hard to pick against a team that takes down a Titan like the Steelers, but I'm going to go with Justin Fields uh, and those Chicago Bears to get the win uh, over Arizona. Okay. 
Shit. You know, I come on the show <laughs> and y'all just yo. What do you mean, y'all? It's not personal. Yeah. It's not it's personal. strictly business. Strictly business. <laughs> y'all some but munchers. Uh, I'm gonna wow. take Chicago. Uh, I'm gonna go with Chicago as well. Now, one of the other great matchups of the week, we have the four and five on the road. Can't beat anybody away from home. Dallas Cowboys taking on the listen, don't show me nobody over 500 Miami Dolphins. Who you got? Uh, I, I, I hate to do this to my guy, Dak, but I'm taking Miami because god damn, you embarrassed everyone in your family, your friends, every Texan, every Cowboys fan on the planet. Uh, and, and I and I cannot find it in my conscience to pick the Dallas Cowboys, uh, in a, in a big game, so I'm taking Miami. Okay. You know, you know, Hendo, you're a real lint liquor. Um, so I am definitely taking Dallas to represent my home, my my fellow Mexican Caleb out there. Shout out to Caleb. Hey, Caleb, um, he's not, you're not Mexican. You're African. Oh, he, but but if I support the Cowboys, he'll say I'm Mexican. So okay. you know, shout out to shout out to Caleb. Uh, Cowboys taking Miami down. Listen, I I don't think that anybody named Dakota Rain. Can embarrass his family any more than he already has, but important name, man. But I'm like, why would you do that to your son? Why would right? Why would you? But I just think that with it, like you said, show it being close to January, which means it's getting playoff time. Dallas, their buttholes start to pucker a little bit when they hear the word playoffs, and they don't play well, and they don't play well away from home. So I just think that, especially with all the noise that Micah Parsons has been talking on his podcast, they didn't talk themselves out of win. Tyreek Hill is coming back this week, hopefully to lead me in victory. So I'm going with the Miami Dolphins. The last. Sunday game, we got the New England Patriots taking on Deshaun Paytons. Who you got? Well, not the Patriots. Uh, so I guess that leaves Denver. <laughs> Who you got, Shug? Everybody hates the well, for, well, 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 first off, Cootie Queen. Um, I am definitely going with Denver, because you are a cootie queen, uh, and we don't trust Mac Jones. Right we don't trust. We don't trust Mac Jones. That's, that's Lily feeding him lines. Right, she's in his ear. Lint liquor, cootie queen. Um, you unlike, muncher. Unlike 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 Suge, I know that Bailey Zappi is the one quarterbacking the New England Patriots, and they do look a lot better offensively. But I just think that with Russell Wilson and that team fighting for their playoff lives, and they still kind of have a shot at the the West Division title, I'm gonna go with Denver in this one. Now we get to where all the uh, part of the magic, eh, one of the magic. Listen, this is where we get one good game. Christmas Day, we're going to start off the slate of three games with the Las Vegas Raiders taking on the Kansas City Chiefs. Who you got? Kansas City, easy. They just put up 63 points. Oh, yeah. Look sure at, some chargers that nobody picked. Look at look at here, you kumquat. You don't disrespect <laughs> uh, Christmas games, okay? Okay. Don't disrespect Christmas games, but Kansas City all day. All right. Then we got Ferris's lowly Tommy DeVito in the in the in the cutlets and all that Tommy, stuff. Tommy cutlets, don't do Tommy cutlets, Pajano. This we got we got we got Pajano. Right, we got that dude over there taking on the the reeling 
Philadelphia Eagles, who've lost three games straight. The team is turning on itself, and I don't know what's wrong with Jalen Hurts, but his relationship with A.J. Brown, sorry first, toxic. Doesn't great. It doesn't seem great. So trade him to Baltimore. We can go you know, next year, whatever. Okay. Anyway, um, you know, I apologized to Jalen Hurts last year. Actually, he had a great season. Said I was wrong about him. I want to take that apology back. I was not wrong. <laughs> good. Uh, the Eagles are a very, very, very talented team. Uh, and so that alone will carry them past the Giants. But screw you, Jalen Hurts. Apology rescinded. rescinded. <laughs> that is terrible. Who you got should? Should I go with the Italian? No. Go with Philadelphia. Forget about it. Forget about it. I'm going with the Giants. Forget about it. Listen, the Eagles. And the thing, the thing that shocks me about the Eagles is Throughout the whole season, even though they were 10 and 1 at one point, they hit a rut and they weren't the same team that they were from last year. And offensively, they run the same exact plays. These same exact plays. This team is surprisingly, it's not the Ravens who had their quarterback take the least amount of snaps under center. So they're not changing anything. And listen, Nick Sirianni, he's correct. We should blame you. You're the head coach. You call the plays, it's your fault. Tommy Cutlets and his newfound revenue outside of football is going to boost him up, and he needs to boost up his level to make that money. So the New York Giants got this. But we get to the point. It could have been way more. It could have been. But, you know, he fired him. Um, Last but not least, we got the matchup of the decade, at least. We have the Baltimore Ravens traveling to California to take on the San Francisco 49ers, two 11-3 teams. Juggernaut versus Juggernaut, Titan versus Titan. Who you got? I got the Baltimore Ravens, uh, and I said on Wednesday, I believe, I, that I have them thirty-four to twenty. And so I think, actually, no, I think I said thirty-four twenty-four. Uh, so a fairly close game, but a, a decisive victory for Baltimore, uh, and I'm sticking with that. Look at to all those stinky McStick faces out there as Ravens wow. fans. Uh, I, I hate to tell you this, but you're not winning this game. San Francisco is beating you guys 32 to 10. That makes it a lock that Baltimore wins. Yeah, it makes it a lock. Yeah, sure cannot sure. predict anything. Sure can't I, predict anything. I, I, I predicted certain people getting jobs, but hey, you know what? You, you predicted the Steelers going unbeaten the rest of the season too, didn't you? And they're just yeah. Defeated. That was before. That was be, that was before our quarterback. That was before the. That was before there was no change in the level of quarterback play. <laughs> Our quarterback exactly, got hurt. It's exactly the hurt. same. How about that one? All right. Shug's not picking his own team. How the blasphemy. Nope. All right. So for me, no. I for me, I think the Ravens are going to win 37-29. Ravens take this game. Because Lamar, Lamar is 13-4 in primetime games, and it's just something magical about Monday night that Lamar does his thing. Can we get another Jackson 5? I hope so, but I hope not. But I hope so, but I hope not. Because <laughs> I, don't, I don't need Brian to get all them points. I don't need Brian to get all them points in fantasy football. See what I'm talking about? Cowardice. Cowardice what? Listen, Puka Nakua got you 33 points last night. Sure what, more do you, what more do you want? Patrick, Patrick Mahomes, I need him to <laughs> you know, do his thing. Whatever, whatever, whatever. All right. Um, last topic that we have here. And Suge, this is a topic for you, and I'm sure that you can comment on this. And I'm not saying this to be funny. This is actually yeah, 
No, I'm not. Really, I want to. Really, I want to know. I really want to know. So, the Los Angeles Lakers. They have been one and five in their last six games. Ever since they won the in-season tournament and decided they wanted to hang up a banner, they have not been playing well. LeBron James has played four of the last six missing two and now he's out with an ankle injury do you think that the lakers are in trouble no Either one of you? not at all we're not we're not even into the all-star season all-star all-star game sorry uh no we're not in trouble but how injured is lebron i don't i don't know how injured is lebron i haven't i haven't seen anything uh and brody would be more inclined because he keeps more on tabs on sports when you know i'm not interested i hit up rodney and the lunch break hot take show shout out to them um, but no, I mean, it's, we're, we're barely in December. Right. Uh, you know, if this was, uh, close to the all-star break after the all-star break. I'd be a little worried. Um, no, you just let LeBron, he's, four, he's, he's, he's up there in age. So you got to let him rest. Uh, Lakers are going to be fine. I, I don't see, there's no teams pulling away right now. There's no teams that you're like, yo, you know, that's. That's well, the, the, the right Timberwolves are a little bit, but it's like, yeah, nobody's scared yeah, of Timberwolves. That's true. Yeah, nobody's scared of Timberwolves. <laughs> yeah, you know, my, John Morant. John Morant just came back. You know, even the Nuggets haven't looked. You know, yeah, and and AA Ron, absolutely right. Lakers need someone to step up. You know, we've been saying it for years for AD to stay up, step up. You know, you got AR going around doing a media campaign. You know, like he's the man. Like, okay, show it then. You got Not that silly money. at all, so, Jeremy. Like they have banners for conference championships too. Yeah. You well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Up. Here's the thing. Well, here's the thing. The, well, yeah, but the Lakers don't do that. The Lakers only put World Championship Lakers uh, banners up. Right. They don't even put Western Conference. They don't put Western. Okay, first of all, don't make me call up that that really fast young black man to tell you again that they are now world champions. Okay, they are the. National I champions know. because they don't play the best. <laughs> anyway, no. Look, it, it, it's you have to put it up. It's the first season of the in season tournament. The players cared, it mattered. You put up the banner and you want to make sure that the team the team stay engaged. They want right. fans engaged in that tournament. So of course you put up that banner. I don't have any problem putting up the banner. Uh that's not why they went one and five. Well, one and five was fucking D'Angelo Russell. Okay. Um <laughs> I'm not it's not it's not all on. It's not it's all not- on. Him. But they they need that. They need that third guy, and it can't just be Austin Reeves. Right. Uh, you know, they're they're talking to Chicago about Zach Levine, about DeRozan, about maybe Caruso uh, coming back. Uh, they they I think they need to bring in another guy who they know is you know, what they're going to get. I should slap you. Uh, they need to bring in another guy who they who who they can count on night in and night out uh, right. because you know you're not going to get top-tier Anthony Davis every single night on the offensive end. Mm. Right? <laughs> uh, and they need that. Uh, so they go get Zach Levine, they go get DeMar DeRozan, uh, they'll be just fine. And, and I think they'll be fine in general. Uh, like everybody's saying it's it's very early. Right. Uh, and I think they're still kind of figuring things out a bit. Uh, but, you know, I think that they, they, they're they interested in, in those Bulls players, and they should be. I bet you would. I bet you all would. We can send them your way, hometown kid. Mm-hmm. Get them, but the only reason mm-hmm. the only reason that I ask this question is because they went. I think that they went extremely hard to win this end season tournament, and I think they yeah. played they overextended LeBron a little too much, even before the tournament. Like he played more minutes than he was supposed to play, and at his age, he's still one of the top five best players in the league. But you still shouldn't use him that many minutes per night. He shouldn't be playing games where he's playing all twelve minutes of the fourth quarter. 
just to win an in-season tournament. Like you win an in-season tournament, but you jeopardize you possibly jeopardize something in the future because he's hurt now. Like he's he's he's, a, he's 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 fine. He's a game time decision uh, for for this game on Saturday. Like he's not seriously injured. I think they they should just give him some time off. But yeah, they went hard in that game because you know again you want to send that message that the the tournament matters and the players played like the tournament mattered, they right? Know, and, and they, they got five hundred thousand. Yeah, I was saying they wanted that extra five hundred thousand dollars. I think they're going to add more incentives to it in the future as well. But, I mean, I think they looked at it and like, hey, we can go hard and, and win this tournament, and there's plenty of time to let James rest and recuperate before we really need to lock in for a, for a playoff run. Uh, but, but again, I think the reality is they need to bring in another scorer because, you know, D'Angelo Russell, it is not – he he can be a 20-point-a-game-a-night guy, but he's just not doing it consistently. Uh and he seems fine with it, so that's not great. Uh, they need to <laughs> try and package him up. And, and and also, I just want to point out: I said the second that the ink hit the paper on that Gabe Vincent contract, that was a fucking waste of money. It was a terrible signing, and they should have never gone after him. So they need to package him up uh, along with D'Angelo and bring somebody else in. Is Gabe Vincent injured? Because they're not even. He, he has. He right. has been. He has been for for quite a while. But even when he played, he was ineffective. Gotcha. Okay. Like a three-point shooter shooting one for 20. All right, listen. We've been in here over an hour. It's still 30 people in here. Appreciate you all for dropping by if you're new here. Make sure you like and subscribe to the channel. Appreciate you all. Shook, let the people know what you got going on and where they can find you and that great, great, great content. Well, first off, thank you, Hendo, for having me. Appreciate you as always. Uh, you can find me at Shugnight323 on YouTube, TikTok, and Twitter, where you can see me talking about all kinds of stuff, and especially arguing with Hendo. Uh, Shug Knight 1323 on Twitch, uh, where I'm usually streaming games. I've been streaming a lot of Fortnite lately. Uh, come hang oh. out. I'm, I'm, I'm on TikTok Live um, more recently doing streaming stuff, uh, so come and hang out with me. Uh, and Tuesdays, still Conspiracy, where <clears throat> sometimes I'll get two uh guest or sometimes i get one but Every it doesn't week. matter it's always it's always great to have those people there because they are amazing and good friends of mine so come hang out tuesday 6 45 pst uh 9 45 eastern um i'm ho i was supposed to do it tonight but because uh mr hendo lied to me and told me this was not a <laughs> uh, a hanging with hendo i was going to do a stream talking some Marvel, you know, talking talking some stuff but We'll do something soon, talk to Marvel, because there's a lot of things going on. Obviously, mm -hmm. you got the Jonathan's Major stuff. You got the announcement of they're possibly changing stuff. So I'm going to get some people together. We're going to talk about it, talk about what they want to see, what they hope for, and go from there. So if you are Thanks, in the bro. Marvel, unlike Jose Garcia. Uh, <laughs> oh, wow. Marvel, I mean, am I lying? Oh, am I lying? Whole government. Uh, it's the whole government day. Well, that's what I know him as. Because uh, I don't call him names that he doesn't like to be called. Uh, come hang out. Uh, we'll we'll just uh, look 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 at uh, Twitter, and you'll see me uh, post about that and when to come hang out. I know empty Shook Lamar Jackson going to prove you wrong Monday. That's that he's better than Purdy. He is better than Purdy. I never said he wasn't better than Purdy. First of all, if y'all don't know, even though Shug, even though Shug is a Steelers fan, he is a Stop Lamar lover. He, he loves. No, I like Lamar. Lamar. I, I, I don't love Lamar. Lamar. I like he, Lamar. He loves Lamar. He loves you. Lamar. You can find Shug also in addition to everything he was just saying. You can also find him 
in uh, spaces of any opposing I, team where they where they are talking shit about Lamar Jackson, defending Lamar, defending Jackson. Lamar Jackson. Okay. First off, that is a lie. I don't go you don't to defend, other team spaces. You don't. You don't defend him. You don't defend Lamar in Steelers spaces. No, I don't defend him in Steelers. Oh, you, not anymore. You've, you've told us. You've told, you've told us many times. Yeah. I've told you many of stories. You guys choose yeah, to believe yeah. what you want. Okay. Whatever. All right, Brody. Let the people know what you got going on and where they can find you and that amazing content with you and Jose. Yes, uh, you can. <laughs> Thank you for having me. First off, uh, even though you love oh, about what we're gonna be talking about, you can find me on Lunch Break Hot Take uh, every Wednesday at seven fifteen p.m. <laughs> seven fifteen p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, we do a live show, the LBHD show. We follow that up with the overtime show for our patrons. Uh, you can find me on Monday nights over on Sip to Tally Films, along with Hendo, uh, my brother Jose, OTR Mike, and Chris Just Joking, and of course, Coach Evans uh, doing the Ravens Roundup. On Tuesdays, like uh, Suge mentioned, you can find me on Suge Night 323, uh, along with Hendo and Suge doing the Steel Conspiracy. Uh, that's at 9.45 Eastern, uh, p.m. Eastern Time. And then sometimes, you never know when, you can find me on Ring King's podcast. Uh, possibly tomorrow, there's a major, major uh, fight card tomorrow happening over in Saudi Arabia, starting at 11.30 a.m. Eastern time tomorrow. You got Anthony Joshua versus Otto Wallin. You got Deontay Wilder uh, versus Joseph Parker. Dimitri Bivol versus Lyndon Arthur. You've got uh, a couple other, I forget the other the other fights, but there's, a, there's five more fights on that card. Uh, should be a great event, so check that out if you can. It's on DAZN on pay-per-view, $40. Uh, and then a couple of days after that, uh, the day after Christmas, actually, Tuesday morning, Monster Inoue. Naoya Inoue is fighting over in Tokyo. He's fighting Marlon Tapalas, uh, trying to become the undisputed champion at, I believe it's 122, but I'll have to check on that. For sure, for sure. We're going we're gonna to live stream that on Tuesday since we have a show sure on Tuesday. Or not, because I have work Tuesday morning. Uh, so, but you have, you have a day off that week. Yeah, that's early. Day. Yeah, so you so it's it it works out. You know, you can work. You know, work and do a show Tuesday. No, I'm I'm going to definitely be doing my job on Tuesday morning. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Can well, be a Ryan once in a while. Yeah. Okay. And also, Brad, I forgot to mention, you can find us here every Sunday evening. I didn't forget to mention anything. Every Sunday evening at eight p.m. live streaming the Baltimore. Oh, Baltimore. I did forget that. My bad. Or it's because it, it doesn't have a name, so I keep we'll, telling you. We'll, we'll figure. We'll figure. That's why I forgot it. Because there's no name. Or, for the show. or after Ravens games, you can also find me every Tuesday evening at 8 p.m. with my man Mr. Galloway on Electric Relaxation with Mr. Galloway, talking all things hip hop, especially old school hip hop. We are starting to get into interviewing people now, especially our friends, patrons. Just that must not be a friend. Bro. Anyone we find interesting right. that has a story. Uh, I mean, Suge has nothing but that stories. has a story to tell. <laughs> he does, but we need true stories. Facts. <laughs> Listen, and before we get out of here, uh, I have I have a message for 49ers fans. I respect you all, and I had, think that you have an awesome team. But uh, don't take this ass whipping personally. <laughs> and we out. <laughs>